Revelation 10 through 12, Seven-Headed Dragons, and Edible Scrolls. Okay, so where we left off in Revelation, the sixth angel had just sounded his trumpet, and all hell was breaking loose. A third of mankind was killed by plagues of fire, and the people who weren't killed wouldn't stop worshiping demons. Now on to Revelation chapter 10. The angel and the little scroll. Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up what seven thunders have said, and do not write it down. Then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven, and he swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said, There will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his servants the prophets. Then the voice that I had heard from heaven spoke to me once more, Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and I asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will taste sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey, by God, just like he said, in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach had turned sour. Then I was told, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. There's really not a lot to take from chapter 10, except a couple of weird things like, hey, eat this scroll. It's like, take my strong hand. Like, Okay, that's really weird. Here, to eat this scroll. It's going to make your stomach sour, but it'll taste sweet in your mouth. All right, then. I guess I'll eat the scroll. What the fuck? And everything in Revelation is like the roar of a lion. I know it's symbolic, but it's like everything is a lion. And he went to open his mouth and talk like a human being, but instead a lion's roar came out. And when John heard the seven thunders speak, he was about to write it down. But he heard a loud voice from heaven say, uh-uh-uh, 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 like Jurassic Park. Don't write it down. Seal it up. That's pretty much it for chapter 10. It's short and sweet. So we'll go to chapter 11, which is long as hell, I believe. Chapter 11, the two witnesses. I was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told, go and measure the temple of God and the altar with its worshipers. But exclude the outer court. Do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months. And I will appoint my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. They are the two olive trees and the two lampstands. And they stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during the time that they are prophesying. And they have power to turn waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. That's nice. 
Now, when they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up from the abyss will attack them and overpower and kill them. Their bodies will lie in the public square of a great city, which is figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. For three and a half days, some from every people, tribe, language, and nation will gaze on their bodies and refuse them burial. The inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and will celebrate by sending each other gifts because these two prophets have tormented those who live on the earth. But after three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and terror struck those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up here. And they went up to heaven in a cloud while their enemies looked on. At that very hour, there was a severe earthquake, and a tenth of the city collapsed. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake, and the survivors were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe had passed. The third woe is coming soon. The seventh trumpet. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your people who revere your name, both great and small, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened, and within his temple was seen the ark of his covenant. And there came flashes of lightning, rumbling, peals of thunder, an earthquake, and a severe hailstorm. So in chapter 11, we get more fire and death. So there's these two witnesses who are prophesying, and their haters get burned to death. Burned to death with fire from their mouths. They can shut up heaven and not allow rain. They can turn water into blood, of course, because everything is blood. Everything in Revelation is blood and fire and plagues, of course, so there's more plagues too. Then the beast from the abyss comes up, attacks and kills those two dudes, and everybody's like, oh, hell yeah. And they leave them just laying there on the street for three days. But then the breath of God enters the two witnesses. I'm not sure in which orifice. And then all the people who killed them and were celebrating their death are like, oh, shit. And then, of course, in godly fashion, he just sends a large earthquake that kills thousands of people and makes everybody scared to death. And like, oh, shit. Okay, yes, we worship you, God, for you bring death and destruction. And then a trumpet. And the heavens open and yippee. God's kingdom. Now we're moving on to Revelation chapter 12. The girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Um, the woman and the dragon. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as soon as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. An enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. Yeah, that's possible. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. Sounds pretty cool. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God 
where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. The devil came down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given the two wings of a great eagle, so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness where she would be taken care of for a time, times and half a time, out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth the serpent spewed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with a torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that the dragon had spewed out of its mouth. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. Oh, nothing to see here, people. Just Michael and his angels fighting a seven-headed dragon and defeating him. You're telling me this dude beats a seven-headed dragon with ten horns? Come on. A dragon that can fling stars out of the sky gets defeated by some angels. So Satan, the dragon, gets flung down to the earth and everybody cheers and celebrates. And then it sounds like something straight out of Lord of the Rings. The woman has eagle wings, of course and flies into a safe space, and then here comes a dragon who spews a river out of its mouth. Oh, and then the earth is going to swallow up the river. And then, oh boy, the dragon's pissed. He's about to go after God's people. If you haven't done so already, please like this video and subscribe to this channel. You can support this channel at patreon.com slash Jesus Unfollower. Peace out.